Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome back to the Make More of Your Money podcast, the podcast where we learn to make more of our money so we can make more of our lives. My name is Raymond D. Him. I'm the head coach here at Lionhead Financial Coaching. We're a Tulsa-based company, but we can serve you anywhere. So if you or someone you know needs help mastering the budget, reducing debt, increasing their credit score or savings levels, give us a call. You can reach us at 405-582-0734. You can also find us on social media at Lionhood Financial, both Instagram or Facebook. Or you can uh, reach out to me directly at R. I H I M as in Mike at lionhoodfinancial.com. You can also just go to lionhoodfinancial.com to get access to a lot of our resources and you can connect with us through the site as well. Uh, today is Winning Wednesday. We're going to be talking about uh, how you can win with your goals. I'm actually here today with my lovely wife, Emily. Say hey. Hey guys, glad to be on this show and I'm excited to be um, on Winning Wednesday where we talk about goals. Uh, what types of goals uh, that we have that we can set. Um, So I'm an insurance agent and you can find some resources on my website at emilyehiminsurance.com. If you have any questions regarding any type of insurance, business insurance, life insurance, health insurance, uh, home and auto, anything like that, feel free to reach out to me, which is Emily at emilyehiminsurance.com is my direct email. I love to be able to help you there. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks for hanging on, hanging out. We're going to get right into the show, and we'll see you on the other side. All right, all right. It is winning Wednesday, and today we're going to talk to you about uh, different types of goals. We talked about on Monday how you can win with goals, and we're going to be talking about the different types of goals that you need to start to use in your life. A goal is really just a, a target or aim that you have to get you progressing further in life, getting you to a certain destination, and if you're not aiming anywhere, you're not going to go anywhere. Yes, to achieve whatever you want in life, everybody has these big dreams, these wishes, whatever that they want in life. If you, you know, just imagine those, but you don't uh, take steps to really achieve those, then you're just going to be wishing your whole life. So that's the purpose of a goal. And so we're going to talk about different types of goals today um, and how to go about the process of setting and achieving these goals. Absolutely. Uh, one of the really most important types of goals, I think uh, many companies, individuals, organizations have adopted the SMART goal. So the SMART goals stand for specific, measurable, achievable, time-based, and it really sets you up to win. It ensures that you set up a goal that has metrics that you can follow and give really score yourself against did we achieve this or not. Yes, yeah, SMART goal, um, this strategy I recommend for younger people and then also for um, groups of people. So there may be a team in a uh, corporation that's working for uh, together for a goal. And if you use the SMART goal strategy, it is very detailed and it just provides clarity for every team member that's on that team. 
and so it gives you a way to track progress and assign tasks to people and then monitor how that goal is being achieved. And so that's why I recommend it for a team-based um, type of goal setting, then also for younger people because you're typically less experienced in setting goals and achieving goals. And so the SMART goal strategy, it gives you basically an outline to follow and you just take steps throughout this little outline and you are able to, you know, grow in the process of learning how to achieve a goal and what that looks like and how to take those steps. And so it's really good and for those two categories of people and that's who I recommend it to the most. Absolutely. And also it really teaches you how to set a real goal. Like sometimes you hear these lofty things like, I'm going to own 10 cars or a billion dollars, trillion dollars. And it's like, okay, well then what's step one for that goal? Well, they haven't really thought that out yet. So maybe let's, let's make it relevant if you think about how that acronym plays out. You want it to be specific. What specifically are you going to do? How are you going to measure it? Uh, like Emily said, in a corporate environment, you need to be able to uh, show the vision, make it plain so people can follow it and understand with, with clarity what they're trying to work towards. If they can't measure it, if they can't see it, if they don't understand the steps they need to take, it's not going to happen. Achievable, it's something, once again, that you can actually see yourself doing. And I'm not saying you won't get to the billion dollars. I'm not saying you won't get to the 10 cars, but let's get to one car. <laughs> let's get to that first thousand dollars in your savings account. Um, you want to make it achievable and relevant. Relevant to you, relevant as far as time. And, and time bound is, is a big piece of it because you want to be able to say in a week, in a month, in a year, you meet this goal. Yes, yeah, because I think everybody knows that there are, you know, people in their life who have retired and they have this, you know, goal that they wanted to do when they retired. And it's just year after year, they're not doing whatever that goal was. I know um, there's some um, seniors in my life who just like said, oh, I'm going to do this when I retire. And then they retire and it just never happens. So if you don't give yourself a time limit, say, oh, I'm going to do this you know, within the next couple of years, then, you know, you don't have a way to track your progress or to base what um, you're really achieving. You're still just in that wishing stage. You're wishing that that's going to happen to you. Yeah, yeah. A goal is a dream or a wish with big boy pants. Mm -hmm. You really want to make sure that you know what winning looks like. It's winning Wednesday and mm -hmm. you want to set a goal and then achieve that goal and then set another goal and then achieve that goal. And these may all serve a larger goal you have, but once you start to think about winning and think about goal setting in that way, you're going to be able to stack wins. And as you stack wins, you'll have confidence that you're, that's built off of those, that proof, that, that history of success. Like I've been able to say, I'm going to do this. And then I went and did it and it'll give you the confidence to do the next thing. So maybe a bigger step the next time or a leap the next time, or, you know, something, something much greater that, uh, you are able to do because you have an idea of what winning looks like. I know we have a we have a, a friend in each other, in both of our lives, and every time we see him, he's like, "That's what winning looks like." Yeah. Yeah. And so, do you know what winning looks like? Yeah, you need to identify what winning looks like for yourself whenever you're setting these goals, so you can um, make that you know your how you measure yourself and how long that's going to take for you to reach that goal. And like Ray said that, you know, you're going to do a goal 
and then you want your next goal to be bigger and your next goal to be bigger and so the smart goal strategy you kind of want it to be kind of a part of your process just a part of who you are so it may be kind of difficult to start at first if you've never done it but this strategy it can transfer into all areas of your life like just cleaning your house for example so you can be specific about that what do i need to clean you know what is clean how do i measure that is it achievable to get it done um, in this amount of time is it um, you know obviously going to be relevant I like a clean house if you don't like a clean house it may not be relevant to you but um, and then sp- can be time-based so if it t- if you give yourself three hours to clean your house then um, first of all you probably have a dirty house or a big house if it takes you three <laughs> hours yeah but um, yeah I mean it can be in little things in life too and then you just kind of want to use this strategy to transfer to other things in life because it can make um, you very efficient and productive in you know your work and your personal life as well and this will just kind of become a habit where you don't necessarily have to work the, through this process step by step it's just kind of what you do and you can set bigger goals and it's just like a natural uh, muscle that you just practice all the time without even really having to think about it. you just work through these steps yeah yeah takes you three hours you're probably doing it wrong <laughs> or you yeah. have a big house um, but think about it at one hour at two hours you can check your progress mm-hmm. am I a third of the way done if I over halfway there no okay then you got to shift something mm-hmm. or get a smaller house <laughs> yeah or get better at cleaning but that's you know that's smart goals for you and that's one of the strategies or one of the approaches you can take to your goal setting um, now, there's also a, a different perspective we want to take on your goals. Um, obviously, making them smart is important, but then you also want to think about what are your short-term goals? What are the things that you want to do that have a shorter time window and you're expecting immediate outcomes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so these type of goals could be something within the next month or within the next year. So if it's something you can achieve with you know, a year or less, um, we'll consider that a short-term goal. So these can be personal goals, financial goals, or uh, professional goals, or just, you know, maybe goals with your family. You want to spend more time with, with your kids, um, things like that. So it's just taking a short-term perspective. And these goals are pretty rewarding because you see that quick impact. So it's not something um, you're having to wait several years uh, to try to achieve. And so whenever I'm encouraging people and helping them line out their goals, if they you know, have this grand long-term goal they want to achieve, I break that down into short-term goals for them. That way they have that satisfaction because sometimes it's whenever you're working toward a goal and you're just working at it and working at it and working at it and you're not seeing any results, it can become discouraging. And I think that's what... Uh, stops a lot of people from finishing strong in their goals is they set two long-term goals that are very difficult and they don't have any short-term goals in between that time frame and they ultimately get discouraged and they just lose endurance to achieve that goal and so having these short-term goals they give you little wins every now and then and it just encourages you and keeps you built up um, gives you endurance and the strength to keep on going toward that long-term goal. So I think short-term goals are very important just as much as long-term goals. I don't think you should have one without the other. Absolutely. 
And really, it's going to allow you to be more honest with yourself and your progress towards your larger goals. A mentor will often tell me, you've got to get to the thousands before you get to the millions. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. I mean, unless you're selling something for a million dollars, you need to stack cash, right? You need to be able to make and save and make and save and accumulate, build up your storehouse, and then you'll, you'll have a, a, a large amount of money. Um, or you'll have something that you can invest and then produce maybe in larger increments. Um, but it's really understanding that it's those small steps, the small wins that are going to take you to the large outcomes. And it could be as simple as writing in a diary. It could be simple as reading your book, a chapter a day or a chapter a week. I mean, it's really up to you, the time horizon. Um, when you're thinking of short-term goals, you obviously want them to be uh, quick payoffs, but it's up to you. Like, what what's your priority? What matters to you? What are you trying to achieve? And are you taking steps and setting goals that are taking you in that direction? Because you're either getting closer or you're getting further away. The short-term goals will let you know what the scoreboard is pretty quickly. Yes, and the short-term goals, um, I don't want you to think that the way I explained that is separate from your long-term goal. So short-term goals can be just your ultimate long-term goal broken down into smaller segments. It's like, for example, I've worked with young people who, you know, in high school wanting to be a doctor. If you look at that that long-term, you know, that's 10 years of school or, you know, more. And so if you're just looking at that, it is tough to have the, you know, tenacity and desire to even complete that. And so what we do is we'll break it down and, you know, break it down about, you know, two year segments in the, you know, first two years. This is, you know, what I want my GPA to be. This is what I want my associate's degree to be in. Uh, the next two years, this is how um, my bachelor's degree needs to play out. And then, you know, playing it like two years at a time. So have little um or, I mean, those aren't little goals, education goals or big goals, but have, um, you know, shorter time frame of that. So, like, what's the small segment steps that reaches that 10-year goal? So, then you're looking at it as a two-year um, goal rather than a 10-year goal. And so, it's just, in a you know, for somebody who's younger, it's less overwhelming as well because looking at, you know, a 10-year time frame can be quite overwhelming for some people so just break that down into the little steps needed to achieve that big goal and that is how your short-term goals can help with your long-term goals absolutely and we want to shift now into those long-term goals you do need to make sure you're setting long-term goals um, right because you want to have like emily said if you're if you're planning to be a doctor you want to know then what direction to set your short-term goals. If you're wanting to be a doctor and you set a short-term goal to go into mechanical engineering at school or to learn uh, about agriculture, um, it's like, well, you know, that's, that's, that's good. You achieve something, but it in no way serves this long-term goal you have for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you wouldn't know that if you haven't said it yet or if you haven't made that clear, put it on paper, written it down, put it somewhere on purpose and say, this is what I'm trying to achieve. Once again, like no matter what, no matter what it is you're doing, you got to think about: is this taking me closer or further away from my goals? Mm-hmm. Yes, and let's say you have a long-term goal that one day you want to do a marathon, and you know today is day one. You've never ran a mile in your life, so obviously running 26.2 miles is going to be a lot. And so you want to, you know, start out with a 5K, get really good at running a 5K where you can 
you know, run that consistently and it becomes kind of a habit, then you move up to 10K, 15K. And so you still are working towards that long-term goal ultimately, but you're just breaking it down and on, honestly just staying consistent in, a short, in the short-term goals in that shorter time frame. And what that will really do for you is it's going to thread like your whys because mm -hmm. you may be working on that 5k and you're like why am i even doing this mm -hmm. oh yeah because i want to be able to run a marathon mm -hmm. and it'll help you really stack your whys and have mm -hmm. them serve each other because if you're trying to once again uh, circle back be a doctor mm -hmm. and you're in school for for mathematics that might actually play into each other but maybe it doesn't maybe it goes off into a different different direction you're in rocket engineering or something well then you will you'll kind of lose that momentum that you're building by stacking wins and pushing you towards this ultimate big big goal that you have for your life. I always recommend that, for example, if you're starting a business, you should have a goal of learning more about the space, doing your market analysis, building the skill sets needed to be able to start a business. And you know, some, some people just like jumping into it feet first and figuring mm -hmm. it out. And that's definitely one way you can approach it. People have been successful doing that. Um, but you'd also want to make sure you're setting yourself up to win. So you might need to take steps about, you know, steps on learning what it is to, you know, do your filing, starting your LLC or, or corporation or S corp or whatever it is you set your business up as, and then understand what it takes to budget appropriately and do the financial planning and then execute on on the plans and make adjustments when things aren't working out. And if you don't create those goals or, or, or if you don't create the, the vision to start a business you may not have those goals set up at all because you just don't you just don't have any wherewithal to think that's what i need to be doing mm -hmm. like sometimes it takes setting the large long-term goal to understand what your short-term goals should be mm -hmm. yeah the long-term goal is probably where you want to start if you have you know this vision of what you want to or basically you know the ultimate question where do you see yourself in five years and so identifying where you see yourself in five years, you know, that's going to be your long-term goal. Um, and, you know, we create short-term goals within there to achieve that. And I want to use a marathon analogy again. So your long-term goal is, you know, ultimately what you want to achieve, which is going to be the marathon. If you skip the steps between there and you just never run a day in your life and you go and run a marathon, you may be able to finish it, but it's going to hurt. You're going to have a lot of pain um, and a lot of discomfort. So some people can do that, but it is not uh, worth the risk. Uh, that you can risk injury um, as well. And so having you know the short-term goals built in to um, reach this long-term goal, you know that's basically your training. You're you know doing your 5K, your 10K, and basically it makes achieving that long-term goal a lot uh, less painful absolutely and so last thing we'd want to talk about today is those financial goals right this is the make more of your money podcast so you want to be setting up financial goals uh, that you can focus on and you can set them up for the long term the short term you want to make sure that they are smart uh, but set those financial goals because they're going to be what take you in the direction you want to go mm -hmm. uh, what I have to do unfortunately sometimes with people is set goals we've created the roadmap we've given them the list of action items and they're not doing it i'll have to ask like you know 
where, like Emily said, where do you see yourself in five, 10, 20 years? And oftentimes they'll give me like these positive outcomes. Like I want, I'm going to be owning a house or I'm going to have a car. I'm going to be out of debt. I'm going to have, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. And then I'll have to say like, well, I see you broke because you're not doing the things that you should be doing. It's like we set these action items, we agreed on them, we determined that they would lead you towards your goals, and now we've come back to do your checkup two weeks later and you haven't done any of these things. So insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. If you've been not doing these things for so long and you're in a bad place financially, We'll have to change something to grow out of this position. Like my mentor says, you got to change to grow. Mm-hmm. I say you got to change to grow, and it's it's very clear that if you're not shifting, you know, your aimlessness to a specific, clear, measurable, bound by time and a relevant goal, you know, something that you can achieve, you will not take your finances there. For example, if you have the desire to buy a car, well, you're gonna need to be able to at least pay the down payment which means you're going to need to at least be able to save for the down payment. So you save the thousand, it's not 1,000 turns to 2,000, then 2,000 turns to 3,000. Uh, but also count the costs. You want to make sure you're able to take care of that car once you purchased it. So now you need to be thinking about what are my savings goals after I buy the car? Because that, in my mind, it feeds that long-term goal of owning this car. It's not just getting it, but keeping it too. So you want to mm-hmm. be putting funds away to do the oil change, to change the tires, to change the brakes, to manage that car well while you own it. So as you can see, it's like this big goal of owning a car requires you to take into account many smaller goals. Uh, so, Yeah, and I like what Ray said about um, – whenever you are growing to, you know, reach your goals is, you know, you're growing and to grow, you have to change. And so like a plant, for example, will say a tree, whenever it's first planted, it's just a twig, you know, it has to grow, it has to change to produce fruit. So we are the same way. And so I know there's, you know, people who probably knew me in high school or college and they're like, oh, you've changed. And, you know, that can be looked at in a negative way. And, a, and from my perspective, I'm like, yeah, I would hope I change. I hope I'm not the same dummy I was when I was 15 or 20. Like, um, you know, if you meet me a year from today, I would hope I'm different than I am today. Uh, because that shows growth um, and maturity. And so you're going to have to, you know, make yourself change. And, you know, sometimes those growing pains... Um, aren't that fun but you know you're going to have to change your mentality or maybe the way you approach spending your money the way you approach saving your money um, and what you spend your money on and you know maybe reevaluate what your priorities are and it may just be you know for a season so maybe for six months you gotta live pretty frugal um, but if that brings you to reach your financial goal then it's going to be worth it and so if you can do Um, you know, six months of, you know, really strict budgeting that will ultimately put you ahead two years from where you were with your normal practices, then it is worth it. And so six months is a short payoff to, you know, putting yourself two years ahead, which is uh, entirely possible. Absolutely. That would serve your long-term goal Mm -hmm. if you think about it. Trying to be financially free, and so now you have to set the six months goal of how you 
shift your spending to support that vision, that long-term goal. Mm -hmm. So make sure that you're thinking about the goals you have in your life in regards to your finances. And, you know, whether that's improving the credit score, reducing debt, uh, increasing your savings levels, learning to master the budget and, and really take control of your money. Um, feel free to reach out to us here at Lionhood Financial. We can definitely help with that. Um, and really, we just want to go ahead and thank you guys for hanging on and hanging out. If you or someone you know needs help with their finances, have them give us a call. We're at 405-582-0734. If you don't get through, uh, feel free to leave a voicemail. We'll get back to you as soon as we're available. You can also reach us online through uh, Lionhood Financial. That's on both Facebook or Instagram. You can give me an email uh, directly. Reach me directly at Mike at lionhoodfinancial.com. You can always go to lionhoodfinancial.com. We have resources there for you, and you, connect, you can connect with us through the site as well. So thanks for hanging on, hanging out. Um, we appreciate you guys wanting to take your Wednesdays and start winning, and we will see you finishing strong on Friday. Bye. Bye, guys.